Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, confined to their quarters in the elven capital, the heroes were determined to learn more about Lady Greylash's untimely and suspicious death. Their undercover contact, Lord Delfort, turned out to be an old acquaintance, the quixotic showman Telford Tongue. Persistence opened a few doors, but many secrets remained. Will the grief-stricken Lord Greylash provide the answers they seek? Find out now. everybody doing oh you know uh, good good <laughs> like, like <laughs> something doesn't sound very good um but I'm a little uh, tired this morning uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit tired today uh i could see that we're uh we're getting uh, started a little bit earlier than usual so i might have something to do with it plus it's a rainy day here it is a rainy day in uh, lovely minnesota so that doesn't help either uh, and, uh, but we're going to give it our best shot cause you guys don't want to die, right? No, no. We're talking about the game, right? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in real I life. to live forever. I, I just didn't know where we were going there. <laughs> I don't, My I don't, answer is I the think same. He's That's true. That is true. The answer is the same. Good point. Uh, we won't take it quite that seriously today. So, uh, but yeah, you, uh, you know, I don't know who knows what'll happen. Maybe you could die in game. Uh, hopefully not at the table. Um, but uh, we'll see where it takes us for episode 45, right? Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Moving along. We're good. We're chugging along here. So uh, do you guys remember what happened last time? Yep. Yeah. It's Lots fresh. of talking. Yeah. There was a lot of talking. <laughs> lot of there was. <laughs> you did get to draw talking. blood, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you drew one hit point of blood, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Plethora. Showed Thora who was boss and uh, <laughs> don't mess with old Cole's show. Uh, no, that was very, it was very clever. That was a, a good way to gain entry into the uh, inner sanctum here of uh, of uh, Coram Greylash, where he was, I guess, huddled on a couch grieving. But uh, now you guys are sitting in this main sort of sitting area and uh, ready to. Uh, I don't know what interrogate, right? <laughs> we were, we Maybe were, converse. We were converse. chatting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll just jump right in there. You guys cool. were sitting down to chat with Corm Greylash, the the grieving husband, um, and uh, going to ask him some questions and go. <laughs> and action. Um, so it's still middle of the night, right? Uh, yes. But everybody, <laughs> but everybody who's in here is now what we can feel would be an ally, or is there some people that we feel that we maybe don't know well enough? I, I mean, that's completely up to you, I guess. Yeah. Um, so there's basically Corum Shea and Telford. And, yeah, I added some tokens of uh, the key key folks. Um, I don't know that. Dora, were you getting some information from him? You're the one who was talking to him when you came in, right? 
to you Coram? the one who first Lord Coram yes. Yes. yes yes I don't know if perhaps you want to continue well, there's oh, also sure. the bodyguard guy too. That's what I was about to say. I don't see the bodyguard on our on our map. I think, uh, I think he went back to uh, his room. Who's this guy? That's, he was in the room. Friend. Okay. And I'm not sure we want him here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or Shay. Mm. I trust Shay more than I trust him, but I don't know. I mean, Telford's our spy, right? I mean. Is he? That was the physical air quotes when he said that. He's Vito's spy, and I don't trust Vito, so. You don't trust Vito? Hmm. Well, he's a spy. You're not supposed to have trust spy. I don't know. I I think I'm fine with Telford. Mm. Uh, We're just like, Mm. let's say this Telford, you just keep your mouth shut. We're we're deep in territory. We don't have a lot of allies here, so. Fair enough. Point is to, to get some information about who's behind this. And we maybe were thinking that uh, someone was being set up, right? Well, um, the the thought was that uh, Gandolin was opposed to the alliance because he lost a son in the last, in the last war, last war, war yeah. and uh, at Northwall. He's got some... some Deep-seated issues. There's some luggage there. Yes. But was that enough for him to sanction, sanction murdering yeah, Lady to, Greylash? Yeah, to poison Lady... And that that is the... I, I don't know. And I'm not sure that Coram has any additional information. Yeah, he's been kind of out of it for a while, hasn't he? Well, it, it also seems like he wasn't really part of it mm-hmm. from the beginning. It was her, and he was just like her plus one. Yes. Where was the uh, her handmaiden? Uh, we searched her room and she's found still nothing. Asleep, still right? asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe perhaps that she might have some answers. It's possible. But you guys didn't find anything in her room. No. So. A dagger find. with a place with a little note for it. Mm-hmm. A spy dagger. But there are also uh, uh, men's men's clothes. Yeah. Attire in that room. So. Uh-huh. She might have been sharing it with uh, the guard. Yeah. From what you know from Telford, they have been kind of since uh, Lady Greylash got sick. Um, they've been kind of trading on and off, like watching over her uh, and Coram. Coram's been there pretty much the whole time at her side, but the others have been sort of coming and going and uh, taking turns sleeping. Telford's been kind of the one interfacing with the elves. And remind me, did she get better and then get ill again? Uh, yeah. So she started to get better, then got sick again. Yep. It seemed like she would have, uh, you know, more serious bouts uh, with these, whatever illness, poison, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then she would recover briefly and then get ill again. And so... Shay, you said that they were getting the body ready to release it to us. Correct. Perhaps the best thing would be to um, get the heck out of here or make sure that that Lord Coram and his party, um, if, if they might still be in danger. Well, I would say that whoever is going to be trying to negotiate the elves' involvement is going to be in danger. 
which it's now ideal. seems to be us. Yes, but we're always in danger, so That's what's right. new? <laughs> that is my middle name. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Orn, it's my danger. mother's maiden name. <laughs> How did I end up with Rizzle all of <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, so did you have any questions for Coram? Yes, I mean, the general sense was that uh, he was kind of useless, um, didn't participate much, had a hard time staying awake, took lots of breaks, missed lots of the meetings, um, just a very bad attendee uh, all in all, and had very little involvement in the actual talks, which was really his wife's domain. And they were sent here to uh, address the, the ongoing war and asking for some assistance. Yes, the queen, uh, your queen, uh, is seeking to rekindle the alliance with the elves so the elves will come in on her side against Scornsby and help her reclaim the throne. So, um, Lord Coram, did anyone ever give name to this mysterious illness? Uh, no, I... I don't believe I heard anything like that. Uh, and he turns to Sergeant Brantis. Did you hear anything, Brantis? And Brantis is like, no, I, I can't recall anything, my lord. Shay? Uh, Shay uh, shrugs. I mean, she was sent away. She said, uh, you know, from the beginning, we... We're told to refer to it as a as a illness, a, a human malady that maybe we had not seen before. It's been a long time since we've entertained human guests in the capital, so we really did not know what we were dealing with. So does this seem like any illness that any of you have seen before? Specifically Coram, Telford. Brantis. Uh you know from Telford that he uh, he believes it's poisoning that she was poisoned. Um you again hard to judge how how uh his experience might uh, uh be valued in this uh, assessment. Um Shay also believes that there was something strange going on. She doesn't want to say it was poisoning, but she doesn't think it was a normal illness. Mm-hmm. How are your travels here, Lord Coram? When you were traveling here, did you uh, did you came you came from ship? Uh, they came over land. Okay, and was there anything unusual that could have been? You came through the forest. Uh, yes. And did you run into anything unusual, or were you were it was a safe travel? Uh, he looks thoughtful for a moment and again he's like looking at Brantis and Brantis is you know like shaking his head shrugging and then he looks back to you and he's like I was relatively uneventful no heavy fog no no not not that I can recall has Lady Greylash had any Particularly intense arguments with anyone? I know there's negotiations, but... Well, that 
Gandolin, he seemed quite opposed to this whole notion from the start, wouldn't you say, Brantis? And Brantis, you know, nods and... Gandolin is a very unpleasant elf. I agree. Brantis, whose job is it to protect the queen? Is there someone that's with her more than anybody else? Uh, the the queen. I'm sorry, of the, the lady. The lady. Oh, Lady Greylash. Yes, sorry. Um, he says it's his job, basically. I mean, he's here to, you know, be the the muscle for mm-hmm. this uh, group. Um, he kind of looks at Telford and and he's he's like, I'm I'm not sure what skills Lord Delfort here brings, but uh, he maybe could be counted on in a scrap. But during this time, it was you to to watch her, and did you see anything unusual? That's what she's asking, if there was any kind of arguments. Is there anything that you, with your trained eye as a soldier, would notice as a threat? Um, he tells you that they were, they were led by elven guards to the chambers where they would have their discussion, and they would sit around a table, and he said, unlike... Um, uh, you know, others in the room who, uh, you know, would take breaks and, you know, um, come and go. Uh, he and Lady Greylash were in there pretty much all the time. Who brought her food and drink? Uh, elven servants uh, and her, oh God, what was her name? Does anyone have her, <laughs> her servant's name? Um, yeah. uh, she would. Cartha. Cartha, correct. Thank you. Cartha would um, approve of the food and, and, you know. And others would eat of it as well. Yes. From the same plate? Uh, well, you know, they all, um, they would bring a platter of. Oh, so it's for served family style? Family style. There you go. <laughs> okay. Elven family style. Uh, you meet so many nice people that way. Right. Oh, yeah. You do. you do. Strangers become your friends. Um, and, and basically, Cartha would prepare it and then dole it out to you know uh, Brantis and Telford and perhaps is Cartha something we need to speak to uh, possible well I'll go in and wake her up yeah, you can bring her in <laughs> yes okay as uh, make sure you hide in the shadows match <laughs> of course <laughs> so when she see, when you wake her up you are in the shadows <laughs> Just see your smile. So does it die? I have a heart attack right there. <laughs> smile? What's that? I don't think I've seen a smile. Smirk? Uh, smirk? Yes, most smirk. Uh, so you get up and you start walking to get Cartha, rouse her from her slumber. But as you get to the entryway, you hear someone else approaching. Oh. Okay. There's not really any place for me to hide, so... The but entryway I can, of her, her room? Yeah, I'll go okay. around the corner and see who... Who is coming? Okay. So you round the corner, you crawl out onto this walkway on the branch, and you see uh, Florivane. The Major Domo. The Major Domo striding purposefully toward you. Mood? Well, that, uh, what? Intense affect. I mean, is Florivane looking Looks serious like or concerned? Elf on a mission. Elf yeah. on a mission. All business, that Florivane. Um, so he, uh, 
I don't know if he would see you if you're trying to hide or not. Yeah, I'll go ahead and try to okay. stay out of the way. So he doesn't immediately see you, and he um, walks to the branch, and he sort of pauses, and he looks around, and he's like, seems to be thinking or uncomfortable. Um, and then he, you hear him clear his throat very loudly. <clears throat> and then he walks out onto the branch and strides in towards uh, the Grey Lash chambers. Where we're all at? Where you're all at. Okay. Okay? I'll creep up behind him. <laughs> I will not alert him to my presence just yet. Okay. Um, so he walks in and he's like, uh, excuse me, I'm glad that you all seem to be gathered here. What do you need? I, pardon the intrusion here, it's just, uh, most unusual for me to enter these quarters without permission, but I, I could not find anyone, and so I, ca I came directly here. I, I am told that the Lady Shay was, uh, requested... And I see that she is here, and then he nods briefly to Shay, and then he turns to you all again, and he's like, is is the elf emissary still among you? The elf emissary. He looks around. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the one that was appointed to us. Uh, he went to the little elf room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he's referring to Alaron. Um, and... Uh, oh. Oh, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> he's uh he's like he's like oh uh, good uh well we have had some time to confer about this matter, and in order to bring these talks to a conclusion, we have a proposal that uh, my uh, the king and queen would like you to hear out. Great. Okay. So <laughs> it's like uh. It would be best if the your elven emissary was was present for this. Uh, ultimately, it would be uh, partially his decision, I assume. Well, can you tell me something more, Florvane? <laughs> like, I'm like right, right behind his shoulder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he jumps and spins around and he's, oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, you, please, please, would you join us? So wait, this, <laughs> the proposal is going to come from you and not from the king and queen? I am relaying it for the king and queen. Please continue. Well, there is a, a special chamber called the Heartwood Hollow at the base of this tree. Its magic is very powerful, but it is particularly effective on elves. This is where the Elven High Council usually meets to discuss grievances and uh, come to agreement on very serious matters. And uh, we have not met there yet because, again, it only works with elves for the most part. It has strange effects on those of other races. And uh, what effects does it have upon elves? It brings about harmony. Brings out tr truth. It helps us find the right path and come to an agreement so that we can leave feeling like we have come to the correct decision on matters. This would 
considerably speed along these negotiations. So this room would magically compel me to be truthful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we got we have to go. <laughs> I'll get uh, some a list of questions to write down. <laughs> Like, it's it's uh, a little more subtle than that, um, but, uh, you know, agreements uh, between very, uh, very um, heated discussions have, have been made between parties that have no great like for one another. It, uh, it is very subtle, but very powerful. Um, I'm... Thinking that. <laughs> I'm cocking an eyebrow at, at Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Is any of this conversation, uh, this negotiation, going to include the release of Lady Greylash's remains? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, I understand that uh, Shay, and then he raises an eyebrow at Shay, uh, inquired about that that matter, and uh, Lady Greylash has has her. Uh, remains have been prepared, and they are ready to be transported back home. Very good, because they do not belong to you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we, we, we would not try to claim them. Good. Um, and so he's like, if you need time to discuss this, uh, I'm happy to provide you with more details. I just assume that uh, with the way things have been going, that we would like to move things along, and uh, I believe our King and queen would like to move things along as well. So who would be invited to this Heartwood Hollow? Uh, the uh, Elven High Council. Does that include this Gandolin fellow? Ah, yes. Uh, Gandolin is, uh, he is the uh, the head of the High Council. Well, that's interesting. Mm. But you said the humans can't go in there? Well, we would uh, allow you, since you are part of the uh, the uh, official party, to uh, join us. But we would request that you do not participate. <laughs> so it would just be Alron who is participating? Lovely. Uh, yes, for the most part. Uh, to... We can certainly take breaks and <laughs> leave the hollow for you to confer if necessary. But he would essentially be speaking on your behalf. Um, so I'd be can't taking say, a lot of breaks. I can't say anything in there. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's physically possible. Yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> I need a halfling hollow. That's yeah. what I need. <laughs> you just talk as long as you want. Why is Bjorn's mouth gagged? Uh, okay, so, so you don't have to attend. What is the effect to. on half-elves? Um, it has varied, uh, significantly. The last person we actually had, uh, had the chance to try it on that was not Elvin was, uh, was, uh, King Salhad. He visited us more than a hundred years ago. I was going to say, that is a very, very long time without... Um, was that before or after he went mad? <laughs> yeah. That's a good question, Paul Show. Yeah, that's a good question. Does he answer it? Good questions need good answers, right? He just seems very uncomfortable, and he he's like, I I'm not sure about that. Pretty sure before, yeah. There's a there's a little bit of history with Silhad that. Do we need time to discuss this invitation? Yes. Yes. So if you would perhaps. We can send Shay with our answer. 
Uh, yes, I will be waiting outside. Uh, okay. When was this supposed to be taking place? Uh, Any time. We could go immediately if you would so like. This is the middle of the night, right? These elves and their half-trance sleep stuff. The uh, Heartwood Hollow has uh, another unusual effect in that it uh, refreshes the mind, keeps the spirits from flagging. So... <laughs> uh, Pulling an all-nighter. Right. If you if you wish, we could get, get going immediately. Uh, but I understand uh, long travels and all, but I, I, I assure you that the, the, the tree will provide any sustenance that you may need. For the elf? Well, for all of you. That effect works for all of you. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just saying that there's particular side effects for non-elves. Yeah, and it can work. I mean, you could try to talk and be involved in the discussions. See, now you've made all of them uncomfortable too, so <laughs> good job. Well, if you if you want to leave us to our conversation, we'd appreciate it. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. I will be awaiting your word outside. So he bows and departs. Oh. These elves are nothing like my mother told me about. <laughs> Well, this is cutting short our investigation. Well, I think that we should wait till after breakfast. We need to talk to Gartha, and we need to see the body first. It's a good, too good point. If we can confirm she was poisoned, then you can use that to your advantage. We might need to know some notes on what she was negotiating about. That is very true. Would I? We have no idea what we're doing as far as negotiating a <laughs> huge international treaty. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, there should be some here, right? Was I mean, Sergeant Brantis, wasn't he in the room? And the I don't like the fact that how long has Lady Gorillash been here and it's been dragging on and on and now all of a sudden they want it's to hurry up and rush. get it over yeah. with? Mm-hmm. I think that's more Jerry than the elves, but... <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Could be. Uh, you don't think we're going to be so paranoid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like looking around and Digging through people's drawers, or this. Well, things. it's uh, really up to you, Elrond. It's, it, I mean, you you're going to speak on all of behalf, and I I trust you. I, I, I trust you. Wow. To um, do our bidding, but I think it's this is very suspicious. Do your bidding. Well, isn't that how it works with you? What? <laughs> like um, negotiate. I'm sorry. Yeah. I will work on behalf of the country. Yeah. I mean, that is where he lives and keeps all his stuff, so. <laughs> exactly. And there's orphans. And there's orphans. This franchised chain of <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm growing the, the product here, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, Coram and Brantis, I mean, are there notes? Are there uh, logs, journals, diaries from? Um, Brantis uh, <clears throat> looks at Coram. Coram kind of shrugs and... Uh, Brantis says, uh, Lady Greylash did keep uh, extensive notes. I don't know if you wanted to take the time to go through them. Uh, Thora we... does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you uh, you can start to piece, piece through or go through the notes. Uh, you can see that the elves were very interested in having sort of a permanent um, council 
of all where all the races would have some kind of representation and meet annually uh sort of like the halfling summer moot but less partying more actual work and um they would uh, get together and, and discuss you know items of interest throughout you know the kingdoms and stuff like that so and what was lady graylash's opposition to that uh, there wasn't really opposition from uh, Lady Greylash. Um, Gandolin, again, was just uh, very against adding to the, you know, dealings with humans. Like, mm. um, uh, Gandolin is a powerful voice on the council, obviously. He doesn't speak for the royal family, but, you know, if they're not on board... You know, if the whole council is not on board, uh, it's hard for uh, Ismea Narathian to, you know, just say, well, we're going to do this anyway. I mean, they, they can. They have total power, but, you know, they, they like to be consensus builders, right? So does that mean that everybody who's in that hollow is, that hall is going to be under the same spell as far as, or not under the same spell, but under the same influence when it comes under to elves? Under the same effect. So if there are questions we wish to pose to Gandolin. Um, is there something that he's not an elf or of some sort? Hmm. She will she will speak up and she hears that line of, uh, of thought and she she's like, you, mu- you must remember that Gandolin has been speaking in Hartwood Hollow for more than a hundred years. He has learned how to deal with the tree's influence. Uh, so I wouldn't expect him to be quite as forthcoming as uh, a newcomer like hmm. yourself. Huh. That is very good to know, Shay. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I feel like we're being led to this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can say no and continue to... <laughs> negotiate <laughs> so I think there's nothing to it but to do it <laughs> I just love putting Elrond on the spot here like uh, you're going to have to be truthful all of a sudden my tendency is to say no the tree also makes you uh, infectiously happy so oh, wow. <laughs> again I'm Smiles. not sure that's possible but yeah. he might just yeah. explode <laughs> That's how you go mad. <laughs> and you sing, you sing a wow. lot of show tunes when you're in there. That's, that's wow. the main thing. Show tunes. <laughs> I hope you know some. Well, I, I agree with Kosho. Perhaps we should, um, I think we need to speak to Kartha before this. Uh, and we just kind of just let Shay know to tell him or we can tell him that in the morning. Yeah, I think we delay this, yeah. Okay. I think we want to see the body before we continue negotiations. Okay. So the two demands is speak to Kartha and see the body. All right. Uh, do you want to send Shay out to see if yeah. the... Yeah, she knows him a little bit better, so I okay. think she can probably surmise if there's something not okay. right. She is happy to do that. So uh, she departs. Um, are you going to get Kartha or do you want to... You guys are kind of in control now. I, I mean, we'll Coram has abdicated yeah, like his... Uh... We'll get Kartha now. Okay. So, um, a very sleepy, disheveled-looking Kartha 
comes uh, stumbling in. We'll excuse Brantis. Excuse Brantis. Okay. He should watch the entry. We don't want any more intrusions. Okay. Uh, so Brantis will go and resume his uh, seat at his chair. And Kartha comes in. And she looks very now uh, very much sleepy-eyed, but uh, nervous and awake and looking around, blinking at everyone. Human? Yes. Okay. Because she's just now being introduced to us. Yeah. I mean, she assumes uh, they had word that the new uh, emissaries would be arriving soon, and, and they, they were all very hopeful that they would be allowed to leave when you guys arrived. So they were just kind of anxiously awaiting for your arrival. And Did they approve our request to see the body? Um, Shay has not returned yet. Oh, but. Okay. I'll smile gently at Kartha. Okay. Say thank you for joining us. We know you've been through a very hard time with your mistress passing. <laughs> yes, yes, it's been oh, it's been a trying time for all of us. I don't know what I will do now without without Lady Greylash. Please tell us a bit more of her illness and its course. I understand she got ill and then got better and did you notice any pattern to why she would get ill again? I I honestly I didn't. I I was you know sitting with her and, and trying to comfort her and we, we were telling stories and you know she would seem fine and be completely lucid and wondering why she couldn't get back to work and uh, then you know after a few more moments she'd she'd suddenly be sick and, and delirious and and couldn't get a word out of her it it was very odd it's not like any illness I've ever seen before. So it would happen in the course of, of minutes, not just days. Well, she definitely did seem tired for quite a while, but I mean, she was staying up late and taking notes and reading. I mean, she put everything into this, and maybe too much, but I tried to make sure that she was taken care of, that she had food, drink, um, and I made sure that she tried to get a few hours of sleep a night. Was she alone with anyone besides yourself? Just myself, Coram, occasionally Brantis. She was uh, alone with Brantis sometimes? Uh, yes. Hmm. So did this have anything to do with the poison you were giving her? <gasps> poison? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know where I would get poison from. Perhaps. Uh, can we the sense motive of, on her? <laughs> do you think she was poisoned? My lady was poisoned. I... Yeah, you said it. <laughs> Not us. Wow, what a kangaroo court this has become. <laughs> just, just wanted to see if we could kind of Off shock her and then, and then read her response. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you could roll... Uh... Doing a little good cop, bad cop call show. I appreciate this. Yeah. <laughs> Your sense motive. Huh? Well, I'm not the most insightful of people. <laughs> but you I figure one of you might be... You just uh, asked the questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got a 17. So what, would the ro what are we rolling? That would be sense motive. Sense motive. Sin well, insight? Insight. Insight. Sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Okay. All over. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like two days ago. All right. I just throw the nat natty yeah. 20. Yeah. Natty 20. Okay, so you're like, you know, they're all uh, peppering her with questions and uh, trying to intimidate her and trip her up, you know, law and order style. And... Uh, you are just like watching her and reading her reactions and and uh you know um 
your intuition is very strongly telling you that she is completely truthful and very honest, uh, almost without guile, just, uh, you know, very upset, very sad, and very bewildered by being woken in question in this manner. Okay, Ritha. Yes. How long have you known Sergeant, Sergeant Brantis? Oh, Sergeant, Sergeant Brantis? I, he's been with the family almost as long as I have. 20 years, maybe. You don't think Sergeant Brantis had anything to do with this? I'm just asking questions. Have you ever seen him with this dagger? And I'll pull out the dagger with the hollow hilt. Oh, uh, no, I, I I believe that's... Tell Lord Delfort, isn't that your dagger? No. And everybody turns, I assume, and yes, looks at Lord Delfort. <laughs> Very quiet. Uh, Delfort's like, <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yes, indeed, that is my dagger. Curious. Mm. Where are you sleeping? Where is your... Where are you taking stead here in the fortress? Are you talking to Delfort? Yeah. Uh, he tells you that he was that he and Brantis shared that uh, other bed in the room. Oh, so Shay was there. That was her space, and then the two two guys would uh, trade off, and Cartha. one of them would try to be awake at all times. So Cartha, not Shay. Yes. Yeah, Cartha. Okay. Sorry. Cartha. I thought we had something strange going on. Mm-hmm. Something very strange. So, so based upon the way she just described it uh, about this delirious or whatever, I'll turn to I guess both Alaron and um, uh, Thora and say, I mean, does this sound magic-y in nature? Do you guys know anything like that? Yeah, you can roll. The Arcana. Yeah. Oh, only eight, twenty. Arcana. Not another I twenty. Another twenty. <laughs> oh, oh look at that. Uh. Uh, sit back and let this go. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. Yeah. Uh, so you, um, again, in another flash of uh, <laughs> insight, you are you really have a strong suspicion that this is not natural. That what she has described and what you have heard, and you are basically just like. You're going to take a look at her body when it comes, and you're going to know for sure that uh, something was done to Lady Greylash. Oh, this is not really new information, though. But, but the, so, if, I mean, I don't know. So you're having this insight, and but magical communicate. or magical? Yeah, magical or yes, it sounds magical. Okay, I will share this with the assembled. You can say there are spells that uh, sound like they would have mm-hmm. similar effects. They could uh, be confused for poison. Um, you know, hard to imagine that it would be confused for a an actual a illness. illness. Yeah. So, Jay, you're a cleric, and Elrond, you're something. Um, <laughs> You're a cleric, like a cleric as well. I mean, so would you rude. know any of a, a kind of magical spell that would this identify as? Well, I defer to my colleague who has these flashes of insight. Oh. Are you aware of any kind of magic, Dora, that this would be an actual spell? I don't know. Am I? I 
Uh, I would let you roll at disadvantage since you are not a cleric. So it's it is a religion thing, or uh, let me see. Could be like a health thing. I mean, you you both could theoretically right. roll, right? And then see yeah, kind of comes up with it. If he's allowing it, why not? <laughs> are we talking medicine or if it's magic, then religion would be my thing. Uh, let's see. Why don't you roll for it, Alaron? You've heard what she can offer. On religion. Um, and, well, I mean, I suppose you... No, no, it's... She would not know. She has a strong feeling that this is a magical... Magical in origin, but she can't give you any details. So what is what he would use for this knowledge? But uh, what she has said might give you some insight depending on what you roll. Okay. 19. 19? You can then say that yes, there's some that might turn to necromantic spells such as contagion that could cause illnesses that might fit this pattern that uh, has been seen with Lady Greylash. And again, remind me, she came down with her illness after a meeting with whom? I remember it happened in here, yeah? You guys remember? About who she met with? Yeah, who she was meeting with when she grew ill. I I thought she was mostly meeting with the queen yeah when she was negotiating but but she was spending time with Kartha and and we think Kartha's probably innocent did Gondolin ever visit uh yes so you know that she started feeling ill and they immediately sent Gondolin because Mm. he is their so that was before yeah okay best, wisest healer. Well, okay, because I, you magic people have these things, but I mean, does that, you have to be close? Could somebody do it at a great distance? In theory, yeah. Not great, but... Elrond would know that the contagion spell itself is a touch spell. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we are... Surrounded by a bunch of clerics here, right? Yeah. <laughs> or. Mm. Uh, Shay uh, returns at that moment, and she is uh, seems kind of out of breath and uh, uh, trying to uh, calm her excitement. She's like, "I've, I'm back." We see that the lady Greylash. Her body is waiting for us all. I didn't know if we wanted to take a few moments before to prepare ourselves before we go and take a look, or if Lord Coram here needed to uh, see her beforehand. I, I I didn't know what 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 was proper. Lord but her Coram, body has been returned. I would request Lord Coram that you allow us to inspect her. You don't need to be there for this. 
Uh, he's, yes, of course, uh, please, please, just let, let, let me know what you find. And I would just request the four of us go. Yes. Okay. So you're keeping everyone back. Uh, Brantus doesn't look happy about that. Um, Coram seems, you know, fine with it. Um, you see uh, Kartha is, is, is crying, you know, obviously just thinking about her Lady Greylash's body being returned has, has uh, started her, her tears up again. Um, everyone else is fine. So Tell for one his dagger back. I mean, <laughs> I usually leave my weapons just in, in drawers. Uh, it's a funny story. It was actually from a play that I did okay. in Corn Bray. Let's, and, uh, let's go. Uh, just a <laughs> so, prop, mostly. We just all walk away while he's, <laughs> while he's talking. Do we want Shay to accompany us? Th- that's the one person I thought about. As I, I another cleric. I think her yeah, experience I with this so. god in, in this is, wouldn't be a bad idea. Okay. Because her deity is healing. Right. Yeah. So, so if we're gonna go walking off, then I'm, I'm gonna like prod you guys. So, it, if somebody has to touch you and they're doing magic and stuff, every time you guys magic me, uh, I, I can see you're doing it. Yeah. You how would they? How would they magic her with her not seeing that? You could cast the spell behind her back. Come up to her. Put your hand on her shoulder. Right. Talk it, to her in a friendly manner. Right. If it's just a possibly just a verbal spell, then you would, so would just have to say something and then approach her. Yeah. It almost like it's charged, I would imagine. What about like uh, like a magic item that uh, maybe a non cleric could use? That's a possibility too. Yeah. Sure. Could you guys maybe? And so we're just keep walking now. Okay. Maybe walking. start looking for magic items on our suspects. Yeah. I mean, hmm. if they might be gone if if, yeah. if someone got to the right. But those are all are good questions, and and it takes me a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ten minute thing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, but does it, uh, okay? Then I'll talk. I mean, can't you just detect things? <laughs> Can you cast it as a spell? Yeah, but you'd use it as a spell. No, I cannot. Oh, cast you it can't. As a spell, no. Oh. Just a ritual from your. It is just a ritual. Okay. That is the only oh. way I know how to do it. Mm. All right, so you guys are walking, and you enter the uh, the uh, kind of the round, um, and by that statue at the top of the uh, round walkway that goes around the main trunk, um, you can see there's a um, kind of a uh, I don't know what you would call it a a cot of some sort, like a uh, that has been prepared, a very lovely looking um, uh, elven funerary um, um, bed that is uh, has been carried here and sat on a small uh, table, and she is. Yeah, there, basically in front of that statue, and um, being being looked over by uh, uh, not Orfe but uh, Elberon, their other main Elven god, and so the body is there, and you can start inspecting it. 
there is a sort of a silky um, fabric that has been draped over the top of the body um, for privacy's sake. And uh, you can pull that back and you can see that she is dressed in a similarly sort of silky fabric, uh, loose uh, robe. And, uh, you know, she looks like she's been sick for a long time, um, but has uh, um, not progressed since that. I mean, they whatever they did to preserve her for transport has left her in the final state of whatever illness she had or poison or magic that you believe uh, that she went through. So she is there, ready for your inspection. So if we're thinking that it was a curse of some form, Mm-hmm. It might be worth spending the 10 minutes of your ritual to inspect her body for residual magics. Oh, no, that is fine. I'm happy to do that. I'm just not going to go around the entire elven tree. Asking them to stand still for 10 exactly. minutes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can you just, uh, yeah, it's like a portrait, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, so I will begin the ritual. Okay. So you start your ritual and Shay looks to you and she's like, w- would you mind if I take a closer look? Please. Okay, so she leans over the body and she very gently pulls back the the silk cover and she is looking uh, over uh, her face. She opens up one eyelid and she like, you can hear a little gasp come from Shay and she's like, look at the eyes. The eyes are milky white. Like, uh, that's, that is one of, one of the signs of the of the uh, spell you were talking about, Aleron, contagion. <sighs> I'm afraid it might be as you said. Just let me take a closer look here. She starts to look. Uh, she opens up uh, Lady Greylash's mouth, and she starts to uh, try to peer down into her throat area, and she sees that there some, you know, um, she's like... Uh, Take a closer look here. The, the flesh has started to decay inside. Uh, that is that is not typical for anything that I know of, uh, other, other than the contagion spell. So wouldn't your mentor have just noticed that right the way? Yes, yes, I, he should have. He, this is this is something that he should have seen. I I can't explain it. I I don't unless he cast the spell. I think you can explain it, Shay. You just don't want to. He has been a true uh, mentor to me for so long. I, I, He might have done the wrong thing for the right reasons. I can't believe he would, it would come to that for him. I, I know he feels great pain over the loss of his son, but to kill another creature, that, that would violate everything that he stands for. Hmm. Is there any way you would know of that you could ascertain that? I don't want you to put yourself in danger, but... Um, she is thinking about it, and she's... Perhaps... Perhaps we'll know more after, after the council meeting. If we can turn the king and queen to your side... 
somehow and put him on the spot, he may act again, and he may act rashly. Is there anything that perhaps besides this pain of his son that would have corrupted him? I I honestly don't know. He's always been the kindest, wisest of us. I, I just, this is hard for me to comprehend, to be honest. But I, I'm afraid that I have no other explanation. Would your God not be displeased with him for killing? Yes, yes, she would. Does she remove her prayers from those who displease her? Does she cause them to falter in their faith? It is possible. Have you seen him blessing anyone lately? I have not, but again, we only cross paths Mm. infrequently these days. Well, this is some information we certainly have now to confront him with. Interesting. Yes. We'll wait for Thora. Am I done yet? Uh, Yes. Oh, good. (laughs) And you uh, cast your spell, and there is very slight uh, necromantic energy coming from her body. There are other things more powerful going on you know, with the preservation of the body that the sure. elves uh, have applied since then, but you can you can tell that uh, something else happened to her. All right, I will confirm. I will confirm their suspicions then, and say, yes, there is there is evidence of necromancy. Aha. <laughs> I knew it. Cold show. <laughs> we have to be on the understanding that he might not be working alone. Shay, are you able to detect magic as well? Yes, yes, I can. I can detect magic. Then please do so on the body. We wish to have a another voice to corroborate. Okay, so she detects magic, and she seems very deflated afterwards. Like, like there's no no denying it. She's seen it with her own eyes, and um, she can't explain. Does Gandolin work with some... Does he have a certain apprentice or someone he works with closely? Uh, not not recently, no. It's been many years since he's had a, a real apprentice or uh, someone that he has uh, worked with closely like, like myself. Hmm. I think we should take the body to safety in our quarters. Mm-hmm. What say you? Yeah, no, that's a uh, definitely. You know, I don't want to really sleep around the body, but uh, okay. <laughs> and that way, he. Um, I mean, if anything, the Lord is going to protect her, and with Cartha there too, I think, and the sergeant, I think it's probably a good place to. Oh, I was thinking our quarters, oh, not theirs. You don't. You don't trust. Well, that's three? kind of a jerk move to take his wife's body. And, well, we're not going to dump it on the floor or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying he may not be, you know, ready for so that. So perhaps ready we should that. ask okay. him. Yeah, there you go. Let's let's start by asking him what he would like. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll put the body back down on the beer. <laughs> All right. I will. I will go and I will ask him. All right. So you're standing right next to him, right? <laughs> like, He's he's obviously you know uh, still quite not uh, himself. 
And um, but he he finally gets around to uh, asking you to bring the body into this that smaller bedroom off of the main room, mm. um, you know, and and then he just kind of starts babbling on about bringing her home and you know we have to get out of here and all of that stuff so, so. of course yeah so we so don't then share I snap that. my fingers at the at the brawny ones <laughs> the brutes that you travel with yes. and uh they uh along with brantis uh managed to i i am not one of the brawny ones <laughs> all the body very carefully move her <laughs> so I'm looking at Bjorn and thinking, like, uh, yeah. I think I'm the only one here. <laughs> I've got a low center of gravity, though. You know, well, that's and, true. And Bjorn is very strong for his size. Yeah, he's sturdy. Like, he is. Yeah, so yeah. you know. Uh, so you guys managed to get the body back uh, and place her on the uh, bed that she had occupied before. And you see, Corum. Uh, he just kind of like I, I think I need to rest some. I. I will be sitting with, with my wife, if you don't mind. And then he goes in and sits down on the couch and just is kind of staring off into space. Uh, tell Kartha to please watch him. And... Of course, I, I will. I... And then Sergeant will say, this is your job to protect those inside this room. You should all get some sleep if you can. Okay, so... Uh, you can see Cartha uh, goes and, and she starts kind of cleaning up this main room and just, you know, trying to busy herself with something. Uh, Brantis goes and, you know, peeks in at uh, Corum and then he takes a spot in one of the chairs and turns it around to, you know, face that room. Um, Shay is standing around. Uh, Telford looks like a little lost, like he doesn't know what to do. The gravity of the situation is kind of uh taking all the spunk out of them um but uh yeah you guys can get some rest now if you want or you can go and password to uh Florvane that you wish to I think we should set an appointment to meet with the council in the morning I agree okay so uh Shay goes and passes that on to um Florvane and he said that he will return in three hours. Uh, <laughs> it is late. <laughs> it's a little power napping. Yeah. So, no, then, no, no, we need more sleep. You want to get a full, uh, full yes. eight hours? I'm fine. Full four hours in? <laughs> that's, mm. that's the L's. We'll, we'll do it after brunch. <laughs> okay. Right. So, uh, so he uh, amends that uh, time and says he'll he'll come back slightly before... For noon. Yeah, I definitely want plenty of rest in case we have to cut our way out of here. <laughs> Might want to sharpen your blade, man. Okay. So uh, Shay asks if she, it's okay if she uh, occupies one of the uh, spare beds or couches. Um, she doesn't really feel like, uh, you know, going back to her own quarters. I feel safer with her here. Yeah. Okay. So she'll take whatever free bed is available. Uh, Telford is going back to uh, his uh, his bed. He's going to try to get a nap in. And uh, you guys are going to get some sleep, right? That's what we're doing. Yes. Okay. Any watches or anything? Are you trusting the elves to... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess we don't need a watch, do we? 
Okay. Yeah. I think we're okay. Okay. So the next eight hours pass uneventfully for all of you. For once. For once. Uh, no, you uh, you get uh, some sleep. Maybe it's not the most restful sleep. Uh, Call show. You have strange dreams oh. again about your sword. Um, you know you're you're a young uh, boy, and you're repeating a bunch of names from you know all the kings, all the Thorin, uh, the Thurin kings of history. You're repeating them in order and. And you see this this woman who's dressed very oddly, um, uh, half clothed, you know, nearly naked, kind of lounging in front of you, and she starts yelling at you. That's wrong. It's wrong. You don't know anything. You're such a stupid, stupid boy. It's wrong. And you uh, kind of wake up and you're just kind of disturbed by the whole thing. Have I seen her in my dreams before? No. Um, but you've, you know, you're obviously, you were, you felt like you were, you know, young Silhad. Silhad is a boy and you were, you know, kind of happily reciting all that you had learned to impress this person and this person just started you know berating you and telling you you were wrong but deep down you knew you were right does she seem like a maternal figure or more like uh like a i mean the way she was dressed didn't seem like she was a teacher or something uh well not any teachers that i had anyway but (laughs) uh you can roll if you want to do a insight i would love to make that roll okay no, I got the natural twenty-two. Wow, <laughs> it's, it's spreading. Oh, uh, I love this. It's it's this new arrangement where I have Thora and Bjorn on either side of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbing off. Uh, uh, however, that is only a twenty-one. <laughs> 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 so let's keep it real. <laughs> uh, so you uh, you definitely, uh, as you analyze your feelings when you wake up after the dream, you you get the sense that this was. Solhad's mother um, mm-hmm. and you maybe remember from you know uh, you know stories that people have talked about you know when they've you know mentioned Dark Star in the past that uh, that uh, the rumor was that he had actually uh, killed his own mother mm. and people thought that uh, you know that she was insane you've heard that that oh she was crazy um it ran in the family. Yeah, and and so you're you're like starting to wonder if maybe you were, you know, going a little crazy too, having all these dreams. But you you feel like yourself. It's just, you know, for the few moments afterwards, you're you're just a little confused, and and they seem so real, like you're actually him while you're dreaming. So I, I'll probably like sit on the bed and pull the sword out and put it on my knees and just like, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> okay. And just be me muttering quietly to the sword in case somebody walks in. Yeah, you can see the like the darkness inside of it swirling around. Like it's it it's it moves sometimes, especially mm-hmm. when you're, you know, talking to it, looking at it. You know, it's you can it's like there's 
some something in there that's you know always churning swirling around so i will sit there and stare into the swirling darkness <laughs> okay i'm concerned that kolsho has a propensity for uh talking to objects <laughs> just in general this morning i'm going to prepare a thorazine spell just in case <laughs> uh, so at least you know he probably won't be talking during the whole uh, council <laughs> meeting right just staring at us or sword. will he he'll be muttering and yeah. it's all right <laughs> i'm sorry mother i'm sorry <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of deep issues going on here <laughs> so uh uh, Telford comes. He's actually the one that comes into your room, and he's like, "Good morning, everyone. Uh, Florvane is oh, here." Take it down a notch. <laughs> well, I've I haven't slept this well in weeks, and I think it's because of you, all of you, and all of the great work you have done. I have been so concerned about our predicament here, and you guys have managed to. Uh, uh, clear up a lot of it. I just, I just hope it all turns out well, and we get to go home. So, are you ready? <laughs> yes, Telford, we are ready. Let's go. <laughs> I'll sheath my sword. I am ready. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. I'll tell Florvain to meet you outside. I'm bringing the goat. Okay, bringing the goat. <laughs> There's no question about it. No one has ever questioned the goat. The uh, fact that you're carrying this goat around. That is good. Um. And so it's curious in and of itself <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so <laughs> you go out. Uh, Shay is uh, also uh, there is not quite as uh, spunky as uh, um, Telford, but you, you can tell that she is, you know, she's very troubled by uh, what she has learned about her former mentor and what she believes is going on. And so um, it doesn't, doesn't look like it's sitting well with her. Um, but she's ready to go with you. If you want her to uh, attend, she's happy of to course. sit. Yes. Okay. And I'll counsel her in her existential struggles. Okay. Uh, Brantus is there, and he is uh, ready to see you off. And uh, he's like, I, I apologize for Lord Coram. He he's not not. Uh, Feeling well this morning. I th I think all of the the uh, excitement of last night, your arrival, and the return of his wife, I think, has made him uh, a little worse for wear. It would be best if we could get us back home. The sooner the better. Please do what you can. Of course. And he uh, kind of nods and marches back to uh, to his quarters or to his spot, guarding the quarters. Um. Yeah. And as you go outside, Florvane is there with a troop of elven guards. And you all kind of get in line and you march down, down those stairs towards a center, the main trunk of the tree. And as you arrive, you get down, down, down. It's at the very base of the tree. The, the, bottom of the trunk kind of splits off into multiple pieces mm -hmm. and it forms this massive like domed sort of area and it's just enormous and you can see that there are um, many other elves there uh, 
everyone in the Elven capital is invited to these meetings. They're they're open, and so you have like an audience of uh, you know a uh, hundred or so elves watching, and you see this very large, sort of naturally formed uh, kind of table in the center of this space. Uh, and as you approach it, you see that there are a number of elves, including the king and queen, and Gandolin, there waiting for you. I'm just going to step to the side and vomit quietly. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, bags for that. Uh, don't worry. Uh, but that is where we'll leave it. Oh. And we'll pick it up As Elrod's puking in the corner. That's <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> a cliffhanger. Uh, so we will, uh, pick up, uh, there with, uh, Elrond hopefully feeling great about uh, his, yeah. um, newfound, uh, what, what is this, uh, being pushed to the front here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not the retention, thing. just exactly where he likes yeah. it. Like an Agatha Christie book. <laughs> Spotlights. Murder in the trees. Murder in the trees. <laughs> Uh, well, great job, everybody. You found out a lot of stuff and yeah. managed to, uh, God, you're piecing together this whole thing. We're going to go Perry Mason on him. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, he has some crazy roles, so I'm like, oh, I, I sort of was thinking this would be more of a wouldn't... up in the air still. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't know what was going on, but like 320s. 320s. Yeah. That's crazy. So good job. And uh, hopefully you'll figure it all out next week. In the bloodshed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.